When you read the title of this episode, The Digital Platform You Need to Be Using in 2020, what immediately came to mind for you? Instagram? YouTube? Maybe even the newly popular TikTok? Sure, those platforms are all great to create content for, but what I had in mind might not be something you've given much thought before. An email list. If you've been around the online marketing world for very long, then you've definitely heard someone tell you to start an email list before. If you're like me, you put it off for far too long, or maybe you're still not exactly sure how to start, then this episode is for you. Keep on listening to learn all of the tricks of the trade of using an email list for a personal brand or a small business. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop-style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. In this episode, I'm going to tackle the four big questions that you might have about email lists if you're just getting started or if you feel like you know you have one but you're not fully utilizing it. And those questions are, why do you need an email list? How do you create an email list? How do you grow an email list? And finally, once you have an email list, what do you even send them? So that's what we're going to go over today. Let's get started with why do you need an email list? So first of all, why do you need an email list? Let's start with this big truth that many of us don't really realize fully, and that is you do not own your social media following. Your followers on Instagram, your subscribers on YouTube, your followers on TikTok, you do not own them. You don't own that information. Facebook does or Google does. You can't control how you contact those people, and you can't control if you keep that list of people and have access to them through your platform. Algorithms can change any day and you might lose the way that you contact all of those people. We saw this happen with Facebook pages a couple years ago. Probably many of you who are listening are like, oh yeah, a Facebook page. I remember that (laughs) because so many of us don't even bother having a Facebook page anymore because the algorithm really shifted to this pay to play system where Facebook pages for businesses just were not reaching the same audiences that they once did. Back in the day on Facebook, it used to be that if you posted a video, you could, you know, get thousands of views super easily. And then basically with the advent of being able to pay for um, boosted posts on Facebook, everything changed and basically Facebook pages get no reach anymore. So for people who put all of their eggs in the Facebook page basket, basically they were left with no way to actually contact those people that they worked so hard to gain access to. The same could happen on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok. Of course, this doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile being on those platforms. Those are the places where people are hanging out and that is where you need to go to find them, to provide value to them. And of course, it's just fun. But when it comes to building a sustainable business, you don't want to build your house on somebody else's land, so to speak. You need to make sure that you have access to your clients, your customers, your followers, 
even without having to use social media. So that is one of the biggest reasons why having an email list is so essential. In addition to it being a more secure way to contact your followers, your audience, it's also a better way to sell to them. So if you're interested at all in selling digital products or having a course or even selling services, whatever it might look like for you, it's proven that email lists have a higher conversion rate than social media posts. People tend to trust emails more. They tend to look to emails more for information about sales or marketing. On social media, we have basically trained our brains to zone out a lot of advertising and we are very quick to scroll past something that feels like it's selling to us. But the email inbox is a much more intimate place where people go to find information that they trust. And if somebody's on your email list, they're already that much more likely to buy from you. So in general, email lists have a higher conversion rate when it comes to online selling than any other medium such as social media. So that is why having an email list is so valuable. And if you have an online business that is mostly based on Instagram or any other social media platform, I really want to encourage you to think about starting an email list because of these reasons. It's going to give you a more secure way to have access to your audience, to your customer base without worrying about how an algorithm might mess with that. And it also gives you a more effective way to reach them and sell to them rather than just relying solely on social media. So that is why if you're thinking uh, email is a thing of the past, nobody looks at emails anymore. Trust me, email lists are still applicable now more than ever actually with changing algorithms and the uncertainty of being able to reach your audience on Instagram or other social media platforms. It's important that you have an email list so you can reach those people. So now you're convinced. Okay. You're like, yes. Okay, Katie, I get it. I need to get an email list. That brings us to question two, how do you create an email list? I think a lot of people are avoiding starting their email list because it feels really technical and like there's a lot of logistics involved and they're intimidated to start. So I want to give you a brief breakdown right now of how you can start your own email list. And I want you to know it's not nearly as intimidating as it might seem. So unlike other social media platforms like YouTube or Instagram, there isn't just one way to start an email list, right? It's not a social media platform. It's not like you have to go sign up for, you know, some social media page or whatever to do this. There's a lot of different ways that you can collect email addresses and contact your email list. I mean, if we want to be super bare bones about how you do it, technically you could have an email list that is literally just a Google sheet, like spreadsheet of names and email addresses. That is definitely not an efficient way to do it. But the point of that is just to say, you don't need to be with one specific platform or company in order to have an email list. Anybody can create an email list. You could literally just collect email addresses in a Word document and then email people. That is not what I would advise you to do though. So let me tell you about a a few of the different platforms that you can sign up with and use that are all super user-friendly and a very effective way at reaching the people that are interested in your content. So some that you might have heard of before include Flowdesk, MailChimp, and my personal favorite, ConvertKit. You can sign up for any of these platforms. Many of them have free options. Personally, I suggest trying out ConvertKit. You can actually try out ConvertKit for free by using my link, katiesteckley.com slash ConvertKit, and you can start growing your list there by creating an opt-in form. So if this kind of jargon is unfamiliar to you, an opt-in form is essentially just a form that you can put on your website 
or with ConvertKit, you can host it on one of their landing pages. So you actually don't need a website at all to do this. And essentially it's just a form where people can enter their name and their email address and then be added to your list of emails, which you can then send newsletters to or whatever you want to send them. So most people, when they start with one of these platforms, whether it's MailChimp or ConvertKit or whatever, you sign up and you're like, okay, I'm going to make my first form and I'm going to put it on my website and I'm going to say, sign up for my weekly newsletter or sign up for updates. But the reality is like 99% of people are not going to sign up for updates. Like, can you tell me one time you were on someone's website and you were like, oh yeah, like I want to sign up for updates from this person. You're like, what are updates? What's your weekly newsletter? Like, what is this? Why do I want to get it, right? Like most of us are not going to give up our email address for that because let's be honest, in 2020, like an email address is valuable. Our inboxes are kind of sacred places. We don't want to have a bunch of spam there. So if it seems like it's going to be not really valuable to us or not that interesting, we're not going to give somebody our email address. So with that being said, you need to give somebody an incentive to sign up for your email list. We want to have the same priorities with our email list as we do on any other platform where we're creating content, and that is providing value. You have to come at it from the perspective of how you can serve others, what you can give to other people. Because same with on Instagram, if your only incentive is, oh, I want you to follow me so I can have more followers nobody is going to follow that. So you can't have an email list with the premise of sign up for my email list so I can send you marketing emails and sell to you. Like nobody wants to sign up for that. So I want you to create your email list with the intention of this is another way that I can serve my audience this is another way that I can provide value to people. How can I do that? So here are a few ways that, that you can do that for your audience. The first one is offering some kind of freebie. So if you spend any time on the internet in this kind of space, then I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of somebody offering a free ebook or a worksheet or some kind of checklist or, or whatever, some kind of PDF download, offering that for free in exchange for your email address. So some people might be like, oh, five easy vegan recipes, you know, that's like a freebie. Or, you know, I have a lot that are podcast launch checklist or whatever, things like that. That is a freebie that you can offer to somebody in exchange for them giving you their email address and joining your email list. So that's one idea. And that is very applicable to any niche. Like you can come up with something that people are going to want to receive in exchange for giving you their email address. So a good place to start with this, if you are a YouTuber or a blogger or a podcaster, think about what your most popular video or blog post or episode has been and create some kind of free resource to go along with that. So if you created a blog post one time about an easy 10 minute workout or something like that, think about how you can transform that into a PDF or a worksheet or even like a, a video that people can access by giving you their email address and make that your first freebie. Because if it's already your most popular piece of content, then it's likely that your audience is going to be interested in that kind of thing. So that is one way to start. Offer some kind of one-time freebie where they come to your website. They're like, yes, I want this free ebook. Give you my email address. Now I'm on your email list. So that's one way to do it. Another thing that I, I want to suggest to you, and this is something that I've used myself and I've found to be very effective, is creating a free email course. Now, this is especially useful if you're thinking that at some point you want to create your own course because you're going to be attracting the kind of leads that are interested in taking um, e-courses. So offer a free email course. What does this look like for me? I actually do a seven day free email course called the perfect post. So people sign up 
they get added to a list where they are sent this email once a day for seven days. And it has lots of information about crafting really valuable Instagram posts. So that can obviously be applied to whatever niche you're in. Maybe you want to do like a seven day workout challenge or 10 days of recipes or whatever it looks like. I know I lean a lot on like the fitness and uh, nutrition niches because those are like really obvious examples to me, but I'm sure whatever your niche is, you can think of what can you teach? How could you break that down into let's say five or seven days? How can you write an email for each of those days and provide value to people that way? This is a really high converting freebie in my opinion because, or in my experience rather, because it is just a valuable thing. People are like, I'm getting a whole free course for this. It's going to keep me accountable because I'm receiving it every day for a week. It's going to keep me growing and moving in the direction that I want. And I'm getting all of this really great information. Plus, like I said, it is attracting the kind of person that might be interested in purchasing a course from you. So something to consider. It is more of an investment in terms of creating it up front, but I think that you'll find you'll get a lot of subscribers by using this method and it can just keep running on its own continuously. So creating a freebie, creating a free email course. Another thing you can do if you are in sort of a time sensitive industry or you're a thought leader that provides updates on what's going on, what are the trends in your industry, that kind of thing, you could create an email list that is based in signing up for these weekly updates. So for instance, um, for me, this isn't as applicable, but something that I offered a little while ago was sending weekly updates about the Instagram algorithm and trends that I was seeing on Instagram. Just to be totally honest with you, that didn't really pan out for me. I didn't end up keeping up with that. So I discontinued that as a freebie. But let's say, for instance, you're like a, a real estate agent. So you're in the world of real estate and maybe you're a real expert on seeing trends in the market. You could create an email list where the opt-in is sign up to get a letter from me every Monday telling you what the market in our area is looking like. That's the kind of thing that somebody who is your potential client or customer would be interested in signing up for because because they want to know, you know, what are prices looking like? What is it a buyer's market, a seller's market, that kind of thing. So if that makes sense for your industry, then that could be a way to go, but it does require that you commit to making those weekly installments and those updates that are going to be valuable to people. And you want to make sure that whatever you're offering is really interesting and intriguing because it's not the instant gratification that people get from signing up for a freebie or a free email course. Cause if they sign up on Tuesday, they're going to have to wait almost a whole week to get your next email. But it is something you could consider offering as your opt-in incentive. Finally, a fourth idea for you to consider is a Facebook group for ongoing coaching or support and community. So obviously you can get people to sign up to your Facebook group just by giving them a link to the group. But if you wanted to get those people also on your email list, you could set it up as sign up for my Facebook group. You have to give your email address and your name, and then your welcome email that you send out to people is the link to join the Facebook group. So that is one way to get people in your group and then also collect their emails so then you can send them um, your newsletters as well. And it's something that people often do like to sign up for because, you know, Facebook groups can be a great place um, to gather resources and to meet like-minded people. So if you're interested in facilitating a Facebook group, that could be your email list opt-in. Okay. So those are four good ideas for you to start with. If you're thinking about how am I going to get people on this email list, offer a freebie, do a free email course, offer weekly updates. If you are the kind of person that analyzes trends or current events or whatever, or offer a Facebook group. 
what you need to do, whether it's one of these four things or anything else that you come up with is provide something concrete that people will get access to and is worth trading their email address for. Like I was kind of alluding to before, people on the internet are not total noobs these days, okay? They understand that you will be sending them marketing emails after they give you their email address. So you don't have to pretend like that's not what's going to happen and that all they're getting is access to the Facebook group or getting a freebie or whatever. Like they know that they're going to be on your email list. Just make sure that you are offering something valuable enough to ensure that they will find it worthwhile to give you their email address when they do this because they understand that they're going to be on your list until they unsubscribe. So just make it valuable enough and then ensure that your follow-up is also valuable enough that people don't want to unsubscribe. But we'll get into that later on in the episode. Overall, if you're intimidated by the logistics of this, do not stress. I just want to really emphasize that here. A lot of people don't do this because they're not sure where to start when it comes to the tech side of things, but all of these platforms provide really simple solutions for sending new subscribers the freebie that they signed up for. So like I said, ConvertKit's my thing. I've also used MailChimp in the past, Um, but in ConvertKit, it's so easy because when you're setting up your form, part of that setup is choosing what the content of the welcome email is that they'll be sent as soon as they're subscribed. So you can change the box of that email. And basically that will also include a link for them to click to confirm their subscription. That's really important so that you don't get too many, um, spammy people on your list. You want to have that double authentication checked off so that it's happening. And then part of that form is also setting up when they click the confirm button, are they sent to a download? Are they sent to some kind of file or link where they can get that content? So this is all very, very easy to set up inside ConvertKit. And there's lots of great tutorials online to show you the step-by-step visually as well. But just know, don't feel like you won't be able to figure this out because it's too technical you definitely can do it. There's so many more amazing things that you can do in ConvertKit once you get comfortable beyond just the most basic sending them to a link or to a downloadable file when they sign up for your list. So for instance, you can create a whole sequence of emails that will automatically be sent to a new subscriber after they subscribe to a certain form. So this is exactly how I built my free email course called The Perfect Post. Basically, as soon as somebody signs up, they're automatically sent into the sequence that will send them an email once a day for the next seven days. So now that we know how to create an email list using something like ConvertKit or another online platform, let's talk about how we can actually grow this list. We've got a form, we've got a freebie. How do we get people to find it and actually sign up for it? This is where the content strategy side comes in. And this is why having all those social media platforms is important because your social media platforms is what you're going to use to direct people to your email list. So let's get general for a second. When it comes to your content strategy on social media, I like to suggest having a two-part approach when it comes to growing your brand. And this is just outside of email list growth. It's just in general what I would suggest. If you are a personal brand or a small business online, I want you to have this two-part approach to growing your brand. So in my mind, you need to have one main platform that is a timely social media platform and one that is an evergreen or more search engine-based social media platform. So here's what I mean by this. Platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are timely. People go on there, they scroll, they look at the most recent most interesting content and they consume it for a moment while they're there and then they leave. It's very passive. People come and they see what either they are following or what comes up on their for you page. They don't really go looking for anything specific. They're just there for quick accessible entertainment. Meanwhile, YouTube, 
podcasting, and blogging, and Pinterest are examples of evergreen social media platforms. And some would say they're not even really social media platforms. They're more so search engine based platforms. So for instance, on YouTube, yes, you can subscribe to people. Personally, I subscribe to a lot of different channels and I will watch every single one of their videos. But a lot of people, that is not their experience on YouTube. A lot of people go on YouTube and they just search for what they're looking for, right? So you go on YouTube and you search how to get to 10,000 followers on Instagram, for instance. Um, Some people do this for podcasting as well. They might look up like social media marketing advice in the podcast app. On Pinterest, it's the same thing. And when I say blogging, that just really means websites and Google. People might Google how to get to 10,000 followers on Instagram or whatever. These platforms all are search engine based platforms where you can provide valuable information that is accessible by searching. It's very discoverable. And often this content is stuff that is applicable, not just today, not just tomorrow, but for months and years to come. That's why I call it evergreen. It's always applicable you know, it's always useful to people. They're always finding it. Even if it's like a year old video about how to get to a thousand followers on Instagram, it still is probably useful today. And so I really think it's important to have this two-part approach to growing your brand because these two types of platforms do different things for you. When it comes to the timely platform like Instagram and TikTok, it's about reaching your followers on a daily basis, having a personal connection with them and providing value to them consistently so they don't forget about you or your paid offerings. Meanwhile, YouTube, podcast, blogging, Pinterest, those are ways that you can actually generate traffic and find new people to consume your content. People are finding me all the time through YouTube search. That's where the majority of my Instagram followers have come from. And most likely if you're listening to this, you probably found me through YouTube as well. Those are the kind of platforms that are going to generate you new leads that will be interested in your content and maybe eventually your paid offerings. So in my personal strategy, I use YouTube and I guess now podcasting, hello, to find new people, to find people that I can serve through my valuable information that are going to be interested in what I'm teaching. If they're really interested in my YouTube videos or my podcast episodes, then they might follow me on Instagram. And Instagram is where I hang out with them on a daily or weekly basis. I give them information. I show up in their feed and provide some kind of value to them, whether that's education encouragement or entertainment on that given day. So that's my personal approach and whatever platforms make sense for you. Maybe you are a YouTube and Twitter person. Maybe you're a TikTok and podcast person, like whatever it looks like, it doesn't matter. I just think it's important that you have both a timely and an evergreen platform that you are working on. So now that I've gone on that tangent, let me tie that back into the email list thing. The reason why this is important is to make your list grow on autopilot, you need to have an evergreen format. So yes, you can grow an email list with your Instagram content. However, you are going to have to be incorporating your freebie into your content on like at least a weekly basis in order to see meaningful growth on your email list. However, with something like a YouTube video or a blog post, all you have to do is mention your freebie or your opt-in or whatever in one of those videos, and it will continue to get more views over time. and therefore you'll continue to get more leads over time. So let me give you an example. My email list continues to grow on autopilot because of my YouTube videos. Some of my most successful freebies are ones that I have really worked into the process of the tutorial that I'm sharing in the video. So for example, my most popular freebie is my Instagram content calendar and Instagram content matrix, like idea generator document. So this is just a Google doc that I made. I set up the sharing settings so people can access it publicly, add it to their 
your own Google Drive and then edit it. And this is what I personally use to come up with ideas for Instagram. So I made a video showing exactly how I use this method and how effective it is. And in the tutorial, I directly say, hey, go download this freebie right now. It's totally free. It's linked in my description. Get that pulled up on your computer and then we're going to work through it together and I'm going to show you how to come up with Instagram content. So that video has about 14,000 views. That's pretty good for me. I mean, it's not like the craziest video I've ever published, right? Like I've got some videos with a million views. It's not up there, but it is better than my average YouTube video that I post. And from that video with 14,000 views, I've now gathered 1,700 subscribers to my email list from that freebie alone. That's an over 10% conversion rate, which is really, really high. Um, and I'm very happy with that. And I really do think it's because that tutorial centers around the content calendar template. And I very directly say, if you want to follow along with this tutorial, go pull up this freebie right now. And that's how this is going to be most useful for you. And people have really acted on that. So that kind of direct connection to your freebies is really impactful when it comes to generating email subscribers. The more you do this on more of your content, the growth is just going to keep on snowballing. So when you make new blog posts or YouTube videos or podcast episodes, think about how you can incorporate some kind of free download so that people who are listening can get more value from your content by going and signing up for your email list. Honestly, I would have made that template available anyway because it was just really helpful to the tutorial I was teaching and I could have just given the link to that Google document like straight up in the description. That would have been fine, but I saw it as an opportunity to get people onto my email list and then that allows me to serve them more often by sending them more resources over email. So if you think about it that way, I think it really helps to frame up how you can serve your audience, provide more value, and not just think about it as an email newsletter where you're going to market to them. So think about how you can incorporate your free opt-in into your evergreen content. And that allows you to keep on generating new email subscribers without having to post about joining your email list. Like every week on Instagram, I never post about my freebies on Instagram. I honestly could do it more often. And my email list keeps on growing because people find my freebies through these YouTube videos that they're searching for. So that is what I would really recommend doing as well. Whether you make blog posts, YouTube videos, or podcast episodes, think about how you can incorporate your freebies in them and get people on your email list on an ongoing basis. Okay. Now for question four, which to me is like the most consequential one. And honestly, something that I am continuing to ponder today, because now I have an email list and I'm trying to figure out once you have a list, what do you send them? I'm going to share a couple of the main things that you can do, um, to serve your list and provide value. Some of them, I'll be honest, might be a little bit complex because they involve different levels of automation, but you got to promise you're not going to tune out because I, I swear this is going to be helpful. Okay. Like you will get to a point at some point in your email list journey where you're going to want to do that stuff. And either way, we're going to start with the most complex ideas and then move into the more basic strategies as we go. So keep on listening to hear the beginner stuff, but I want to start with the more complex stuff so you can kind of see what you're working towards and how valuable it can be for you. So once you've got your list set up, it's growing on autopilot through your evergreen content. Something that you might want to consider doing is creating a nurture sequence. So if you've never heard of this before, don't worry, it's nothing super fancy. It's just the idea that you come up with a sequence of emails that is going to introduce new subscribers to your brand and to your offerings and let them know how you can help them out. And this is also a great opportunity to sort of send them your greatest hits, like the best content that you've made that has been really helpful to people. Because if they're new to your list, they maybe haven't seen all your best blog posts or podcast episodes, 
So this is kind of an opportunity to repurpose that content into emails that you can send to them. So if they haven't, you know, seen your FAQ or seen those best tutorials you've made, this is their chance to get access to that without having to find it for themselves. That is all a nurture sequence is. It's a sequence of emails that are going to be automatically sent to a new subscriber that provide value in some way and introduce your new subscriber to who you are as a brand and what you offer. You can do this very easily in ConvertKit. You just create a sequence and then Basically, you can time it up so that it says one week after so-and-so joined my list, send them this series of emails, right? It's very easy to set up. This is the same process you can use to create an email course. It's exactly the same principle of sign up for a form, then you're added to this sequence of emails. And you can make it more complicated as well with adding tags for when people complete that sequence. So on my own email list, if somebody is new to my email list and they have just signed up for one of my regular freebies, they're automatically added to my nurture sequence, which is about six weeks long, I believe. After they finish that six weeks of emails, they will be given a tag that is called graduated. So I like to think they've graduated from the nurture sequence. Now they're like a real follower. And then that is when I start sending them my more um, frequent content, like my weekly emails. The reason I only send my weekly emails to the people that have the tag that says graduated is because if somebody is on my nurture sequence and they're getting my weekly emails, introducing them to my brand, I don't want to bother them with additional weekly emails. So I only send my regular weekly emails to the list of people that have completed that nurture sequence, just so I'm not doubling up and, and contacting people too often. But like I said, you don't have to do that level of complexity. I just like that because then I know how frequently I'm showing up in people's inboxes. So like I said, this nurture sequence can be filled with introductory posts, your best content over the past couple of years, highlighting your videos to check out, your blog posts to check out, and sharing some tips. I do want to caution you not to make every email just like, hey, check out this, hey, check out that, hey, go click on this link. Think about how you can serve people directly in the email without them having to click on something else because people will appreciate that more. If they feel like every email you send is just trying to direct them to some other platform or whatever, then they're going to stop opening your emails. So think about how can you provide value to them just directly in the email? And of course, sometimes you are going to send them over to a video or a blog post because that's your best way to serve them, but just try to change it up so that people don't start ignoring your emails. Okay, so a nurture sequence is one thing that you can send to your subscribers now that you're building a list. Another thing you can do, which I kind of just alluded to, is writing weekly newsletters. If you're not ready for automation, my next suggestion is for sending these weekly updates because you can just do this on your own time. Like if it stresses you out to think about creating some kind of sequence that's gonna play out over six weeks for new subscribers, don't worry. Just say, you know what, I'm gonna send out a newsletter every Monday. But that being said, I don't want you to think about this like a newsletter or just some kind of like, update that you're sending to people about what you've done and how they can support you or whatever. Instead, think about it like writing a blog post for your most dedicated, most loyal followers. I want you to provide extra value, go the extra mile to give something more. Most of your email list is going to be people that are already dedicated enough that they've seen your other content. So now is a good chance to give them something more as a thank you for subscribing. So how can you go above and beyond to give them an extra tip or piece of advice or a bonus recipe or whatever your niche is? How can you give them something extra so that they stay motivated to stay on your email list? Maybe it's even just like a, another story or a personal anecdote. Whatever it looks like for your niche, think about what you would want to say to your most loyal followers and send them that in a weekly email. 
if making extra content is a little much for you right now and you're feeling like, okay, I'm not setting up this nurture sequence right now. That is just too much for me to take on. Also, I don't know if I can add another piece of extra content to my to-do list every week then this is a third option that might be more accessible to you in terms of getting content to your email subscribers. And that is making either a weekly or a monthly roundup of the content you've made elsewhere. So yes, I realized I was just saying a lot of your followers will have seen this already, but you know what? Some of them won't have seen everything that you make. So put together a list of your latest Instagram posts, your podcast episodes, your YouTube videos, whatever it is that you're making online, make a roundup of everything that you made that week or month and make a list of all that stuff that people should check out and make sure that it's not just like a list of links. I mean, I don't think that you would do that. You're more dedicated than that. Make a little teaser to whatever that content is. Write a couple sentences about why your subscribers should check that out and then include the links and bonus points if you put in a thumbnail or some kind of cute image to make it feel more editorial, like a bit of a magazine spread that's showing them all the different stuff they can check out. This will provide the dual benefit of driving traffic to your content from your email list, but also it'll help out your subscribers because the fact of any social media platform like Instagram especially is that there's going to be content that you made that week that they probably didn't see and they might be interested to see it. So you can send links to that content on a weekly or a monthly basis. And with all of that being said, you, my friend are now ready to start and grow your very own email list. It does not have to be complicated or intimidating. I know I listed a lot of different complex strategies that you can implement as you go, but really all you need to do is start. And honestly, the sooner the better, because you will see how much it really can grow on autopilot over time. For me, honestly, with my email list, I have had some freebies up for a few months, maybe just about a year now. And every time I log in to check my email list, I'm like, Oh my gosh, the number just keeps going up. And honestly, I'm not putting a lot of effort into growing it anymore because I've got a bunch of solid, valuable freebies available. So that number just keeps ticking up. And then all I have to do is focus on how I can serve them. So trust me, if you start now, you will be really appreciative of your past self for putting in a little bit of work so that future you could see so much benefit. So if you're ready to start now, like I said, you can get ConvertKit for free by going to katiesteckley.com slash ConvertKit. And I really cannot wait to see you grow your email list. I know that you are going to feel like it's worthwhile once you get going. If you ever have any questions about any of the stuff that I talk about on my podcast, feel free to send me a DM. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out, and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams, and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.